joined by Dallas Widicom, CEO of Bendigo District Aboriginal Cooperative, to explore the city of Bendigo's recent decision to mark January 26 in a way that's respectful to First Nations people. Dallas, welcome to NITV Radio. Thank you. Great to be on. The city of Bendigo has uh, made a move to mark January 26 in a way that's respectful to First Nations people, in a way that's more inclusive. Uh, they first uh, decided to change the citizenship ceremonies. They'll be marked on the 25th and not on the 26th. And this is a, a move, uh, I gather, that was supported and inspired uh, by uh, your organization and other First Nations communities in the area. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the work started about two years ago. Um, and to be honest, probably the reason for it not happening before then was our First Nations community just uh, making sure that the statement and the intentions of the council reflected our our Aboriginal community. It has been a long time coming, um, but we wanted to make sure we did it right, and we're just super excited that um, we're going to celebrate our our new citizens of our community on on a different day, on a day that isn't such a hurtful day for our people. Yeah, January 26, so often referred to actually for many decades now as a day of mourning, invasion day, but uh, so far, councils, even uh, on a higher level, states and federal level, uh, authorities have been dragging their feet in uh, acknowledging the hurt it causes to First Nations people. Probably, you know, generally Australia would think of as some radical councils out there that made a move a number of years ago. Look, I think that what has helped cancel is the Albanese government allowing citizenship ceremonies to happen on a different day. I think that's made the decision a lot easier for cancelers. But, you know, all in all, we're, we're really excited about the outcome. You said it took uh, about two years to actually agree on a text and uh, work out uh, a resolution that would be agreeable to First Nations people and the council itself. There must have been some difficult uh, negotiations going on. Tell us about the process and the negotiations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably wasn't that. It wasn't probably wasn't as robust and difficult as people think. The first meeting held in Bendigo was um, by the councillors. They met with uh, us as Aboriginal leaders around a room to just talk about what we thought about January 26, and they wanted to hear our, our honest opinion. So, you know, we explained to them that for us it is a day of mourning. And, and we don't think it's appropriate to celebrate anything on that day. The, those were the discussions. We had COVID during the middle of it, so it was harder to meet. Um, we had some change in leadership. So we just wanted to make sure that we did it right and, and we're all happy with, with how it was going to go. Reflecting back on the night that it went to cancel, there was a number of us Aboriginal leaders in the room. Um, it was pretty much unanimous, um, which was great. Leading up to this uh, decision to change, there had been uh, numerous calls, as I was saying before, but councils have been dragging their feet. But First Nations people in many other areas, I can think of Ballarat or even uh, the city of Melbourne, have been organising a day of mourning, and uh, they've been organising in some cases even uh, invasion, uh, Anzac Day-style um, Dawn services was uh, were your people involved in these kind of ceremonies? Uh, what were you doing yeah, before? This, is, this, is, uh, this has been the first year. I, I'm a 
Um, not not new to the, the Benny Yarnishwit Aboriginal cult, but I've only been in the position of CEO for the last 12 months. Yeah. So my first um, invasion day events happened this year. So what, what we did, we, we had a dawn service, so super important for our community, but also I've got a personal connection. My grandfather, who's still alive today, is a Vietnam vet, and, and he returned without settlements uh, like the, the mainstream uh, people that fought for the country. So it's it's super important that we acknowledge our Aboriginal soldiers. So in the morning we do a dawn a dawn service, um, and then after that we have we had a survival day event. So we had a, an event where we had all our community come. We had over five hundred people. We had um, uh, you know performers things for kids to do it was fantastic we didn't advertise it uh, yeah. deliberately because we wanted just to be a really safe space for our community um, and we were just spun out by the turnout and we we've made a commitment to have both ceremonies on that day of mourning for the next few years at least will the council participate in uh the events that you organize, you said uh, you made it low-key, didn't advertise it. Will it be uh, jointly uh, marked by the council or it's just going to be... So, so we had councillors come, but it was really important for us as community for councillors not to be there in an official capacity. So they, if they wanted to be there, they can be there. But, but this event is for our community to mourn. It's not for... Uh, people to be seen at the event. So something very, um, I would say, intimate and... Uh, yeah, and we can... chose, you know, yeah. my board and myself, we chose not to recognise our councillors that were there. We, we tried, we, we, we decided to recognise our elders that were there because yeah. um, for us that, that's so important. No, I, I remember going to one of the events organised in uh, Melbourne and uh, you mentioned acknowledging uh, those who... Uh, paid uh, the highest price on battlefields and all that and uh, in one of these events actually there was uh, uh, people recalled and spoke about all the massacre sites across Victoria and uh, yeah. and even around the country which is uh, yeah, very sad to know some of them were known and some others uh, were just discovering them yeah that's right yeah, yeah it's, it's a really important day yeah yeah um, yeah. And, and even to you know acknowledge not only that our Aboriginal people have fought for this country in a certain amount of wars, but also to acknowledge the frontier wars and, and what happened when when uh, non-Aboriginal people arrived on our shores. Before I let you go, any closing thoughts? Yeah, I, I, I do have one. Uh, as we've spoken about this, let me tell the listeners: it is a matter of time before this date's changed. There is so much momentum. We've seen it over the years. I saw some polls that, you know, um, 80% of people under 40 want the date change. It's going to happen. Um, to my people out there, bear with us. It'll, it'll um, take more advocacy, but it'll happen. The date will change, um, and hopefully it's one we can celebrate together as a nation. Dallas Willicom, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us on NITV Radio today. Anytime. Thanks.